My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book. Period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least, check this out, $100,000. And it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Listen, I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. It's as simple as that. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, check this out. You can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Here's your call to action. Up to $1,000 first deposit bonuses. Double your first deposit. Use promo code OPOPIE to activate the offer. Promo code OPOPIE. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. MyBookie. And don't forget to use the promo code OPOPIE when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet. Win. Get. Paid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jim Ross. Get ready for a savage primal assault on your ears. He was way up there. And as you know, what goes up must come down. But he's back, and here we go again. I want to start from nothing. Well, you nailed it. (laughs) So let's get this show on the road. Bottom line, here comes Opie Radio. Yes. <laughs> oh, our listeners are lovely, by the way, because because I as soon as I, I drove up to Carl's Creepy Cabin, um, I thought Fargo immediately, and that's what everybody yeah, latched yeah, on immediately. To. And then, but then these people they weren't happy enough with just the Fargo reference. They're like, "Where's the where's the wood chipper for Opie? Oh, the wood chipper's Opie's career." And they pull like, <laughs> you know, and they'll put like nine like emojis, like forcing you to make the, to think it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot how many people really hate you. Uh, Jesus, here we go. Again. It's not true. No, oh, you're thank lovely. You. Oh, he's spinning it this time. Oh, spinning. Oh, that's nice. why he just stopped talking after that. Yeah, people that's a nice take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember you went? You took my wife on a first date in Philadelphia. No, she was stung. Henley. She was drinking a lot. She was drinking a lot, and I yeah. was working, and it was yeah, just yeah. you know. Marie, Marie had a buzz on her. Totally. Yeah, from uh, since 1994. <laughs> <laughs> she was a fetus. She was a fetal, fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh <laughs> that explains it now. That explains the size of her head. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Vic, I make one joke, and you take, a, you take everyone to the wood chipper, which is Opie's career. Because Vic tells me he goes home to Alabama, and uh, and they they said, "Oh man, you lost your accent." Vic. They they really that's, genuinely that that's how me. stupid they are. They're like, "We we don't even know who you are." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "I know who you what are." What are those things on your ass. legs? Those are trousers. <laughs> 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 like my Cuban family, like, oh, look at Carl with glasses and a hat. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice. Yeah, must be Carl's nice. Fancy fancy how he zips up this, at know. least you have a mom that still knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
the nuclear option. <laughs> no, it's true. It's, his mom's taken a couple of hard knocks down through the years. <laughs> no, I guess my point is, though, uh, if you didn't really explain that to me, which I really did find fascinating, and, and you just gave me bourbon without putting the water in, I, I probably wouldn't have known the difference to a point where I would have uh, not enjoyed the bourbon, if you know what I'm saying. But it's, so. it's, look, it's like all human endeavors, right? There's various levels of what you can glean from it. Like you guys are experts in comedy, right? You understand timing and the dead space between punchlines and those kind of things. People know something's funny. They don't know why it's funny, right? I'm going to give you a few numbers of people I worked with over the years. Could you explain that to them? <laughs> He's not funny. He belongs in a wood chipper. <laughs> your career is a wood chipper. Emoji, emoji, emoji. Right. Flames, flames, flames. Why you go back? Crying, laughing emoji, crying, laughing emoji. Why don't you go back to just pushing the buttons? Uh. The nuances that, that people go through in modern life, it's all ridiculous, right? right? Look at the guitars on the wall here. What do you think those costs? Like, is there any difference between that bass guitar and the PV that you get at like Sam Ash for like fifty nine bucks? Well, to yes. a real bass player, there is, but yeah. to the average guy, he's gonna he's gonna sound terrible on either one. Right? <laughs> that's true. Good point. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but that, you know, that's getting back to the nuances. That's what I love about Carl. Carl is a high level ninja trained right. like worked for Robichon has worked in like but he looks like a complete reprobate you know he's a complete <laughs> look at him he looks like he should be washing the dishes not plating like his favorite has dishwasher right? on it right. his favorite has Opie Radio right. and as far as salads are you know probably the more organic or the or the more exotic it is the chances are that some day laborer was peeing on it are pretty pretty high <laughs> 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 well, look, there Enjoy is something. Enjoy your pea Caesar. <laughs> it's like Spanish hams, uh, the La Pata Negra. It yeah. comes from a special black pig, and it's one of the most expensive hams that you could ever buy. And at the six months before they kill them, they just feed them Spanish chestnuts. This pig is delicious. <laughs> oh That's what I said about my first ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> It's true that a diner has everything on the menu, but that doesn't mean that you should order everything on the menu well, at perfect, a diner. That's a perfect point. You know how many idiots, how many mouth breathers I go out with? We go to the place and it's like, Harry's Lobster Bar. And the guy's like, can I get the chicken? What's wrong with you? <laughs> if there's a name of, of, a, of a, anything on the menu is on the, on, the, on the wall, buy that. Like whenever I travel and I'm in a place where I know it's going to suck, I ask, what's the best-selling thing? Because number one, chances are the, the, the guy with the one shingle tooth in the back, he's been making that the most. So he's proficient at that. Number two, they'd have to reorder the stuff to make that. So it's probably the freshest. I always get the most popular thing, even if it's not what I want to eat. People are so stupid. They they think a restaurant's magic. It's yeah. not. There's dummies in there. There's poison in there. There's bacteria in there. Try to keep it straight. And you know who gets sick a lot? Women. Because they go to shitty restaurants and they get the salad. <laughs> and the guy's keeping the salad in his shoe. <laughs> Every time one of these restaurants tries to expand their menu, they actually shrink their customer base. Because people don't care about what the hell you're trying to do. They care about one thing, you know? And when I've owned restaurants... People want the same thing. I'm like, oh, try this. They're like, I don't want to. This makes me happy. And then you learn that as a chef. Like, just make three right. things and make sure they're good. You know, don't suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's like grandmothers. Most of them, 
awful hacky cooks. But they make three or four things, that, my God. That dizzy old lady, <laughs> she'll make that apple pie right, money every right. time. Doesn't mean she's good. Bring her to kitchen with me. I'll crush your girl. <laughs> I will embarrass her. What's your face in the mashed potatoes? Grater. <laughs> He's beating her with a cheese grater. It's true, but, but what's he going to give you at Christmas? A lump of coal. <laughs> grandmother will give you something. That's with value, right? Okay. We live a Technicolor taste world compared to what even 15, 20 years ago right. when you started cooking, right? Yeah. Think about the, like how much MSG is now in high-end food. It was always in junk food, right? Right. MSG has always been dumped into junk food because it makes things actually taste more vibrant. Right. But now people are using it. It's legitimized, right? The whole notion of umami. You know about umami? Yeah. So there's things that have umami in them. And that means it's it's basically an indescribable thing that completes the dish, right? But it, it is Parmesan kind of, cheese, soy sauce. They're sweet. Yeah. They're salty. Well, umami is kind of a combination of both. Right. Right. And it's very big, in, especially in Japanese food and Japanese culture. There's, uh, there's things that are redolent in it with it, right? Mushrooms, soy sauces. These are things that sort of really punch up other foods. Anchovies, uh, American cheeseburgers, very rich in umami. Add cheeseburgers to everything is what I'm suggesting. I, I was hanging out with this girl, and she just learned that word. I wanted to strangle her. <laughs> what, cheeseburger? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would strangle that. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> so she was like, she was like, uh, oh, the, the umami in this. I'm like, it's ranch dressing. <laughs> There's no umami, okay? I mean, the way that Japanese kill fish compared to the way that we kill fish in the West. Completely different. It's completely different. The way we f- kill fish is actually not good for the meat. Right. Because we let the thing suffocate. And that releases all kinds of hormones and enzymes, and it makes the fish not as good as the and way And how the do Japanese- they kill it? There's a certain technique. There's certain, you angle the fish and you kill. It's fucking strangle it! No, <laughs> like your career. No, it, not it, your it, career in a wood chipper. What about red snapper? I like a good red snapper. That's probably the most forged fish. I think Fred snapper is. I, it, it that is like it's like seventy eight percent or something of like yeah. in of snapper in New York State was mislabeled. It's not, and I'm Cuban, and we know red snapper, right? So. We only eat king red snapper, which has the yellow stripe. It's a it's a very delicate fish. So through nature, it's developed this yellow stripe so that its predator thinks it's an eel when it's swimming through the water, and they leave him alone. But that snapper is absolutely delicious. Now, on either side of it, there are at least a hundred different snappers, and they suck balls. <laughs> really? <laughs> every time I'm somebody like, "Oh, you're Cuban. We made red snapper." I'm like. No, you didn't. Uh. You made a giant swimming disappointment face. <laughs> <laughs> That's my second ex-wife. <laughs> you know, we've overfished the oceans, so... Ah, uh, who cares? No, no, but... <laughs> but I have no sympathy for anything. I'll be dead. I don't care what happens. No, I'm not, I'm not going with the whole uh, global <laughs> right, warming thing, but as, far as, <laughs> but as far as restaurants go, they're running at, they've been running out of fish... So now they've been serving fish they never would have served many, many years ago, and they just changed the names of these fish to make them sound exotic. Monkfish used to be called dogfish. Dogfish. Who's going to buy dogfish? Right. No one bought dogfish. Right. Now it's monkfish. It sounds celestial and right. sort of, you know, like... It's still not that good. 
I think the other one is Chilean sea bass. That's Isn't that right? Patagonian toothfish. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You exactly. Right. But they never served that back. In the, you never. Those are going to be Patagonian toothfish. Right. But then also, like Carl said, right. it sounds like a, like a sexual perversion. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but they're also they realize like, that was my third wife. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go there. Yeah, I know. I clutched that. I got that. The radio. So there's a restaurant in Japan where they specialize in the mother and. And the child. You can't even say serious. You can't so, even say it's so evil. Oh my god! It's so you eat like a really fresh bird, like three months, right. and it's like really tender, and it has no flavor. Right. And then you get this hen that's eighteen months old, and it's a little tough and gnarly. But you know what? That thing is like it's like Vic. It's, it's lived. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, that thing is Thank lived. You, it's got like it's got game in it. It's got funkiness. You know, it's, but no it's, liver. It really is like Vic. Keeps no liver. I got to look at this chicken. So my, my friend has two kill houses in Union City. I go and go look at the live chickens, a freshly killed chicken. It's delicious. When I eat chicken from a supermarket, I'm like, why is it yellow? Chickens aren't yellow, bro. <laughs> like, why is this right. chicken yellow? Right. This, is it, no one walks to the supermarket and goes, that's not the color of chicken skin. That shouldn't be the color of chicken skin. The bones have no development. But uh, when I bite it and I see the clear white bone on a chicken, I'm like, did this thing even walk? It didn't even use <laughs> oh those bones. Like, really? Yeah. Well, those things, ba they barely provide any kind of skeletal structural integrity, right? They're yeah. so like, you can snap them. Oh, you, you can take a giant chicken and literally break them in half. There's, there's mm -hmm. no, their bones are so soft. You ever finish or eat a roasted chicken and then you look at its, its carcass? It's, it, it's tiny compared to the amount of meat that was on it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So if you watch these chickens right before they kill them, they're very clumsy and a lot of them break their legs and they have to kill them right away and because they're 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 fake they they've been so juiced up that they they're basically like from New Jersey like dudes from New Jersey like again, <laughs> <laughs> big wheel just gets knocked out one shot cuz yeah he's not, he hasn't done legs for fucking 10 years <laughs> just buys and tries just baby. buys and tries, and tries. <laughs> so he's looking through the tent top but he but one girl with three sangrias in her punches him in the face and he's night night <laughs> night night <laughs> You know what my favorite meat is? What is it? Filet mignon. That's, that's not a meat. That's a cut <laughs> of beef. You know that, right? What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I order filet mignon. It's like... Okay, but, let, right, so, but, but why do you order filet mignon? Because he cut the, the, the baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he does it, dog. <laughs> the, the baby wants softy steak. <laughs> Dumb pumpkins. <laughs> Stupid, dumb pumpkins and pumpkin puree and all that horse shit. Well, I I revile the pumpkin spice season because it's made its way into beers and everything else at this point. It's and in everything. Breakfast you know cereals and uh, most uh, I got your beat and you can look it up. Pumpkin flavored, was it flavored? Scented. Pumpkin scented toilet paper. Beat that one. I, I, I'm just flying. I'm just flummoxed. You win. You can't beat that one. Right. That is the That's the de facto end of Western civilization. You see those Libby's pumpkin cans that everyone uses to make that pumpkin. That's not pumpkin. It's that's not. winter squash. Yeah. It's cheap horse squash. We call it, you know, you feed a horse. <laughs> right. It's awful. 
<laughs> and they put pumpkin flavor in food color. And they sweeten it and food color. Right. And they and because you don't know, you're putting it in a, in a pie crust and you're putting whipped cream on it and cinnamon and all of this course. other stuff, right? I remember as, as the first time a pastry chef made me a real pumpkin pie. This is shit. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm tastes like, like a pumpkin. I'm like, you, let's go get the one from A and P. That one was awesome. <laughs> was They're really like, no, that one, that's not pumpkin. I'm like. <laughs> All right. They're like, no, chef, that, that's winter squash that they sweeten. This is real pumpkin. That's what I want. They're like, what do you think? I'm like, I don't like pumpkin. <laughs> and that was it. Look at that. Read and weep. Pumpkin scented or flavored oh toilet paper. <laughs> that we, is. But Carl and I believe. I'm going to send that to all my enemies. But I, yeah. I just beat it with this as I was looking it up. Read that, Nick, for everybody. Oh, no, I see it. <laughs> Read that, that Nick. That is glorious. This is how we end 16 pumpkin spiced Tampax. <laughs> <laughs> they put pumpkin flavor or <laughs> I don't know Tampax. Well, that's, that would be like a sweet and sour because. Good night. Good night. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever time it is for you, it's me. I'm doing an introduction for my friend's podcast. Anywho, here we go. So, it's called Opie Radio Podcast. Now I'm confused. Which one is it? Is it radio or is it podcast? Who's Opie? It's nuts. Makes no sense. Still, we press on. We pretend that we give a good goddamn. We get up every morning. We hit play. There it is. For you. Enjoy. What the hell is a Pimm's Cup, Vic Henley? It's a Pimm's, it's a, it's a New Orleans uh, brunch drink. What's in it? Pimm's. I don't know what Pimm's is. Well, it's, fuck it, it's a liqueur. It's Pimm's and some cucumber, I believe is what it's garnished with properly, and a little sweet and sour, and you have it on Saturday or Sunday morning. Exactly. Opie Radio. Jesus, but I snorted something, and I'm like... I've never done heroin, but I'm not sure if I just snorted heroin. Peyote? Might have been peyote. Some kind of plant that was uh, tobacco, a lot of tobacco, and my body was fired up. You ever do heroin? No. As someone that's an expert in South American plants that turn into powder. (laughs) (laughs) You did not do heroin. If you did, did you get itchy and scratchy? No, my whole body heated up, though. And it was on fire. I was like, but like, how, like what? When they don't have your green juice ready in the Hamptons? Super. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, he told me he's like, I think I did heroin. I'm like, do you still have your apartment? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you didn't do heroin. <laughs> That's true. I'm just stupid though. You were at my apartment, and I didn't pick up on the signs that something was very different today. My wife certainly did. Well, she picked up on it very quickly. I, I'm surprised you didn't notice that your wife was. Very, she's very perceptive. She's like, "Carl's crying." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking allergies suck, right, bro? <laughs> and then we're wandering around, and I'm thinking we're just gonna get sushi, maybe do like a regular podcast. And then finally, Carl had is like, I need a goddamn drink. Yeah, I was like, that's it. And then I'm, and then I'm like showing you kind of like hipper, cooler bars that might have the sunlight coming in nicely. And you're like, no, I need something dark and dank. That's what I'm feeling today. 
I want to kink top myself in some museum, and this bar is perfect. And Opie's like, we stop at this. He's like, this place was rated four and a half stars on Yelp. I'm like, I'm gonna stab myself with a chopstick. I missed you guys. I missed you guys so much. I'm a little. I'm a little bit different now. I'm a little salty, but we're gonna work through it, guys. All right, we'll get through it. I believe in Carl. Yeah, we're gonna be fine. So this is real talk, guys. No more bullshit. No more laughs for for two seconds. So what happened is I decided. Uh, in my relationship with my wife, that it's not um, that it's that it's not going to work, right? So when the finality of things happen, it's very difficult. And what I decided, um, and I decided this a long time ago, I made a promise to my wife, um, and I keep my promises. And I told my wife, I said, no matter what happens, Vic, how good is that shrimp? All delicious, yeah. completely. I'm chewing. Go ahead. No, sorry. Oh, I, uh, I'm really good. I'm eating with my mouth full. I know. It looks delicious. Yes, no, it's amazing. And I did break the chain of what we were supposed to eat in order. I didn't notice that. But really good. Awesome. Can I talk to you, buddy? Oh, what happened? Hey, hey what's up, Opie? Let me tell <laughs> what were you saying, Carl? Let me tell you a little story about you doing that a fucking again. Okay? You pull that mic away from me when I'm talking like fucking I'm on a Jenny Jones show. <laughs> You're going to fucking have... I'm going to wear a skin suit dressed like Opie. I'm going to go in your house oh, and make an omelet. <laughs> I was listening. No, you weren't. I was kind I was of... I was a shrimp, Aaron. I was a kind, shrimp. I was kind of listening. <laughs> what a motherfucker. <laughs> what a motherfucker. <laughs> that made me madder than my divorce. <laughs> Carl, that was one of the finest bites. That was really, really good. That caviar was ridiculous. Right. When someone assembles caviar for you, it's the ultimate luxury. So you have one of the best chefs in New York City making you caviar. You're going to be okay, Mr. Henley. No, that's what I tell all my friends all the time. I'm like, you don't know who I know. <laughs> I'm like, in about a year and a half, I've been spoiled rotten. <laughs> I thought I was spoiled till now. <laughs> I thought Big was going to do the right thing and maybe go down south and bring me a sugar glider <laughs> for my new apartment because I got nothing else to do but chase a flying squirrel. <laughs> I forgot he called them sugar gliders. Those are the those are, those are the flying squirrels. The first time he said sugar glider, I remember we went to commercial at Sears XM. We went to we went to commercial and I looked at Vic Henley. And I go, what were you talking about? He goes sugar glider. I said, what is that? He goes flying squirrel. I'm like. I love you, sir. <laughs> I love you with all my heart. <laughs> hand trained, hand raised, flying squirrel. Three <laughs> commercial breaks and a live read, trying to say how a sugar glider got stuck in the old record player TV set combo. <laughs> I think that inf- I think that influenced all of us because when I walk around New York City and I see a squirrel, I'm thinking maybe this one could be a sugar glider. Well, they Theo Vaughn, it's it's a Louisiana thing. It's it's but it's in the South. It's a sugar glider. I think they're even. Uh, Speaking of the caviar, there might even be Iranian sugar gliders. That might be a double trivia question for somebody. How far does the sugar glider fly? At least uh, seven, eight feet. That's it? That's just jumping. Well, yeah, you're right. That's that's exactly what it is. Are you ready for another caviar? Of course. It's delicious. All right, after this blackjack dealer, we're done, okay? Continue with your story. I'm here What the? What the? You could have just made them. Maybe I could just make them. We would eat them. Trust me. They're delicious. I can't tell you how quickly everything deteriorates. That caviar is toxic to all these ingredients. So if you make it and let it sit on the bread and it weeps just an ounce, you're not getting weeps. Weeps. Moisture drips in. Weeps. All right. Uh, Sugar gliders. Yes. Back to you. Hand trained. Hand-raised, non-biting pets. 
You go to Woolworths, get a hamster, fuck you. Come to my house and get a sugar glider. Come to the Henleys. We got squirrels for sale. <laughs> you did not train squirrels to do what they do naturally. My, well, yes. We trained them to... How, how, what was the training uh, regiment? Putting a, putting, putting, putting a peanut in one hand and holding the sugar glider in the other hand and then raising both hands as far up and above your head and shoulders as you can get and making the fucker jump to get his food. That's, That's training. That's training. That's not training. Totally Come training. on. That's complete training. What are you talking about? How many hours a day? Half. How many minutes a day? Half, half hour. 30, 30. Right. Were you really convinced you trained him? Come on. My brother was completely convinced that he was the P.T. Barnum of sugar gliders. Did you have where it? else on any other show are you going to hear those words together in a sentence? Did you have any duds? Oh no, no, no! If they fell, if they fell, they just they just climbed onto your arm and crawled up and got it. Anyway. So you guys weren't doing shit. So well, you okay? Opie Radio. Cheers. Your mom's calling. Holy shit! What does that mean if she's calling? Oh, she knows I'm going through some shit. Put her on the podcast. My mom? She's, she's not, not going to talk to you. Why would she talk to me? I'm a nice guy. She's Cuban. She's like, what, who's this guy? Carl's kidnapped. She'll call the cops. I can speak a little Spanish. No, you can't. I caramba. Cuando. Ninja Turtles. That's, that's darn it. I caramba. That's what Bart Simpson. Don't even give me a Bart Simpson verse. Cuando so alegre mi cuatro, no encuentro nada. When you went to your room, you didn't find anything? Yes. Yes, you got it. <laughs> no, he got it. Yes, he got it. Well, like you don't know he doesn't speak fucking Spanish? Well, I didn't. No. You act surprised. How do you act surprised? Because I was amazed that, that he translated something in the language that he fucking speaks first. Because I because I didn't know if I was I saying it properly, but that oh, was a dialogue God, from, God, from God. seventh grade. I dream in Spanish. Like, I'm at home, like, Opie, no, no, por favor, Opie, no, no. <laughs> The food was excellent. Thank you so much. Opie, what are you digging in your pocket? I'm digging. Let me pay pay for a change. No, let me pay. You want to pay? Fuck yeah. I'll always let you pay. I thought I was paying, Carl. You, Opie. What do you mean, fuck you? This is the last time I could probably pay for something in a while and enjoy it. Let me split it with you, Carl. Come on. I got money. All right. I like how you have three crumpled one dollar bills. <laughs> He's been pulling out that twenty dollar bill for five hours, and it's sweaty. I saw him pee. He's a handsome man downstairs, so he's got a fucking tree trunk swinging on that fucking twenty dollar. He's like, "Take this." I'm like, "I don't want your fucking dick money. Just put that shit away the whole day." I got a big hammer of it. I've heard it. I haven't seen the website. <laughs> oh, the fishing picture? Right. <laughs> That's, yeah, I know. Right? I know I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I post this picture, people don't know. I was fishing, and I caught. And all of a sudden, he's like, I got girlfriends of mine that listen to podcasts from the Food Network, and then all of a sudden, like, oh my God, I'll be so cute. I'm like, we were talking about his hammer. Stop being a slut. (laughs) Well, how the story goes, I was uh, fishing, I caught a nice sized striper, so I was excited to show it on Instagram. I put it up there, and all of a sudden, I'm like, God damn, this picture's getting a lot of likes, right? And then my wife texts me, is like, your fucking hammer, your hammer's showing. I'm like, what are you talking? She didn't say hammer, whatever. I think she did say cock. I don't know why I'm cleaning it up for this dumb podcast. So my wife's like, check your Instagram, you idiot. 
And and the reason I had all these likes was because people were making fun of the fact that my um, my mule was on display. I like that word mule. I went mule hammer. I did say cock though, so it wasn't that bad. I can't use the word mule. I could use uh, young angry possum. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it too. <laughs> Until he told me, and then I wrote back, I go, oh, you were really excited about getting that fish. <laughs> I, I didn't look down. I, had, I was looking. I, dumbass me was actually looking at the fish. I go, wow, he caught two fish. <laughs> He's hot. Why is he hiding one of the fish? Was it under regulation? <laughs> the wind, I, I'll admit this now, the wind was kind to me that day. Was it kind to you? The wind was kind. It was pushing everything toward On me. your sweatpants. <laughs> Wait, what? I would eat a cat five for that kind of kindness. <laughs> Good God, boy. Carl, at this point, you want to tell people that you're hung nice. Now that you're you're entering back into the single world, you should tell people you got a nice hog. I'm Cuban. I'm definitely better in bed than you are. How do you know? I know. <laughs> I'll fucking take that challenge right the fuck now. Right now. I bet you, you let me into your world. We pick the same girl. I bet you, I walk out, she'll Rudy clap me all the way to the door. Nice. What's your move? Everything. <laughs> you lick butthole? I'm throwing a live octopus. You lick the butthole? Gotta clean it up a little bit before I get there. I've had some problems before. What <laughs> <laughs> were the problems? I'm not a mutter. <laughs> mutter. I'm not a mutter. <laughs> You don't come up like you just ran one of those mud races? Yeah, I'll slide right into the fucking stand. <laughs> People will get hurt. <laughs> no, you gotta... I don't even have any... You need to end this. <laughs> as quickly as possible. You gotta come out of that bedroom like you were just staining furniture. <laughs> Holy... That's pretty good. That's a good one. His nickname is Homer Formsby. Or Formsby, what are the... What? the, 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 the the staining guy, you don't know that? Who? Homer Ford, it's a it's a wood staining thing. Oh, I know. See, of course Vic has to bring real knowledge into my dumb jokes. It's like, well, it's 13% turpentine. <laughs> I'm like, no, it ain't. It's 100% neglect. It's <laughs> <laughs> broke a glass. I just 100% neglect. It's Radio. Well, I don't know what we accomplished here today. <laughs> this is the Wheels Off podcast. I knew, I do know I was minding my own business, and all of a sudden Carl was texting me, and I knew it was a very different day. So we... Uh, You've never seen me in full war mode, have you? Different, guy, different guy, right? Different guy. Very different guy. You were working that phone. Boy, were you working that phone. I had some shit to say today. Yeah, you did. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. But that's it. Now I'm good. Now that's it. Now you're good. Now I'm a civilian. He pretty much threw the fucking kitchen sink at those uh, text messages. My God. I can say that, right? Say what? That the text messages back and forth were a little ugly. Through the kitchen sink? I didn't have one. She got everything. The sink? Oh, it was funny. Both of them. Both, I mean, even the, the give and take. I can't believe she kept engaging because <laughs> some of them were so atomic bomb lethal you would have thought alright somebody just needs to fucking hang up the goddamn phone at this point both sides I'll say it this way both sides want to get their last licks in well let me tell you you could you could vouch for me if anyone out there needs help getting their last licks in oh daddy oh you got to the tootsie roll I did <laughs> you got it close it 
that pick. I just heard Carl say, uh, we need to go by your place and so I can get my bag. That's exactly right. Thank you. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I'm just going. I'm just going. You know what? You're curious because you're walking. Yes, I'm going. You really need to know what this means. I'm really following along, and we're petting lots of cute dogs and making singles. Lost yeah. the dog. So, if we're going to walk at this speed, just keep me off the goddamn podcast because it's. You guys are literally running. This is fucking running. Vic is the only one that could keep up with me in New York City. All right, well, that's cool. You guys should go to Zumba together, but I'm going to walk slow, slow, smoke some butts. <laughs> we lost Vic. He's laughing and pounding on some storefront. <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. So, I dropped. Carl off at his creepy cabin, and it was raining, and I had to get the hell out of there for this kid's party at Chelsea Piers, right? Okay, fine. It was laser tag and bowling. Oh, well, you can't get enough of that. So then I leave. My kids uh, get in the car after the fact, because now we have to open up the trunk to put all the presents in, right? And all I all I hear from my wife is, are you having an affair with a high-class hooker? Why would she Woo! say that? <laughs> because I, of all the presents? And then my kids go, I think it's funny. Really? Is he going to get a hot dog? Yeah, we're at Gray, uh, Gray's Papaya, which is an institution on the Upper West Side. Stuff, Carl. I, I, I ate the most food. No, no, no. no. Oh, I don't want a hot dog. But didn't we just eat? We ate the Stanley Cup of seafood, fried chicken, uh, caviar toast. Lobsters, deviled eggs, deviled eggs with hot peppers and a fried oyster on top of them. And, and now he's getting a hot dog. Unbelievable. Anyway, so the ew and are you having an affair with a high class hooker was because Carl left his Louis Vuitton bag oh, oh. in the back of my car. <laughs> he's classy from he's, his Vegas trip. He's classy. And honestly, I've had the bag for about, uh, oh, got it, I guess about a week. It's been a while since I've seen Carl. He loves the Louis. He's, and he rocks the Louis. I am so scared to look inside that bag. Oh, there's no telling what might be in there. <laughs> there's no, you're right. There's a small Filipino boy in there <laughs> just with a, a straw for air. <laughs> no, there's no telling. There is no telling. I'm going to stop talking now. Thank you. All I said to Carl when he realized, I had to call him and go, Carl, you left your bag, right? He was cool, smooth, right? And I just said, Carl, be honest. How many years would I get? Oh, five to ten. And he goes, no, man, there's nothing in there. I'm telling you him about uh, the bag, the Louis Vuitton in the back of my car that we're now going to get. Well, the problem is, is I uh, I wake up at 12 o'clock. I'm like, where are my jeans? Oh, shit. Where's my bag? Where's my phone charger? Nothing. I call up. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm at a kid's party. I think I kind of got your bag. I'm like, that's a lot of adjectives, bro. <laughs> like, either you got the damn bag, or I'm going to set this cabin on fire. <laughs> I kind of want to go through it with you guys, though. I don't want to see what's in that bag. Hell no. Uh-uh. I won't be able to get that out of my goddamn head forever. There's no reason I need to know what's inside that bag. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said to you. I go, all right, Carl. That's let's like watching live PD. You open I, said five to ten years. I said five to ten years. Yeah, because I, I told Vic, I go, all right. I, I asked you, Carl. I go, all right, Carl, let's just be honest. How many years? How many years would I get? No. Why do you want my luggage so bad? I don't want. I want to get rid of the luggage before I get arrested for whatever the fuck's in the bag. There's nothing in the bag. Go through the bag gingerly. <laughs> yeah. Go reach in there fast. You might get stabbed. Jump in there. Yeah. Could be a hornet's nest if you do that. Take your 
Take it slow. Like I said, look through the bag slowly. <laughs> Don't be a hero. Don't Nobody a likes hero. a hero. <laughs> Put on an oven mitt <laughs> and gently probe. Make sure the kids are at school. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think this is going well, don't you think, Vic? Oh, this is magic. We're we're reader. I'm with you, Carl. Just as long as we can get rid of this fucker as soon as possible. What? <laughs> I'm right here. I'm doing time on the street. Time was the microphone from the seventies. <laughs> People walking. <laughs> All right. Well, this bag thing is becoming a whole thing now, uh, Vic Henley. Now Carl has left us to get his car. But this is where you live, really. I yeah. get to see finally for the first time the halls of. What is it, Valhalla? Let's slow down. You get to see the outside of where oh, I'm I live. I'm not going in. It's so good. All right, I'm not. I know. I know my. Let's place. slow down. I no, what? No, you know I'm kidding. I know my place. I'll stay outside. No, I don't mean that. So this is a little weird. He's like, all of a sudden he left us. He goes, look, I'm going to get my car. You get the bag. I'll meet you at the top of the ramp. And uh, then you throw the bag in the car as I'm driving by. What the hell's going on? I don't know, but I believe I'm involved in something. I'm not sure what it is, but you're right. You're totally it, right. Thank yeah. you. It seems a little weird. I'm going to take the ride across town, and we'll see what happens. So. I'm going to keep this uh, audio on just in case. Come on. Let's go get the bag. Well, everybody on the street was a buzz of seeing you and Carl at the same time. It was like walking with Jesus and Mary Magdalene at the same time. <laughs> Uh, my car is tucked in tight how am I going to get this bag out alright we're now going to attempt to get the bag out of the car meet Carl in front of the building he says he's going to drive up I'm supposed to just throw the bag in and that'll be that there it is alright I got the bag alright this this bag is heavy. Vic, feel how heavy this bag is. Oh, oh yeah. What the fuck is in that bag? Oh, yeah. There's that's that's not just toiletries. That's what I would say. Oh, that's why you said you could open up my bag. Look at all the locks on it. <laughs> right, if you can't get right, you can't get into it. There's like two. Oh, that motherfucker. He's good. He's good. He was playing us because I'm like, uh, Carl, I got your bag and I'm scared to go in it. He goes, You can go in it, man. There's, there's you nothing. Can get in it. Yeah, look at it. There's a. Oh, now I'm just put it on my shoulder and it's very heavy. There's a giant gold lock on his bag. We ain't getting in that shit. Louis, it's a Louis lock. He's not fooling around. That's a heavy bag. I'm carrying it. All right, now we're going to make the bag exchange. I was actually hoping to get into the bag to see what's in there. I thought it would be kind of cool, but there's no way that's happening. It's heavy. Yeah, and I'm not picking this lock. There ain't no way. I can I can do it, probably, my old hillbilly days. Why the fuck is the bag so heavy? I had a bobby pin because it's got all of Carl's crushed hopes and dreams inside it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, I don't know. I it's perfect. Perfect answer. <laughs> okay, good. Now alarms are going off. All right. Is there any way we could get in it? He did tell me I could go in it, but I don't think there's a way in it. Oh, you maybe this couldn't. Oh, he doesn't have the. No, it's open. Oh, he doesn't have the lock on the zipper. Oh. He's, he's, hurry, hurry, hurry. No, wait, wait. <laughs> A lot of hats. Oh my God. Socks. He's got a hat for every day. In An here. American flag. Uh, oh. oh, there he is. Wait, wait, wait. There he is. There he's, he's, hang on. He's, watch out. Hang watch out. Hey. <laughs> you said we could go in your bag. He's rummaging through my bag? What is wrong? What's in that bag for real? It's really heavy. Just a bunch of stuff. You want this? What is it? It's a potato express. How to make baked potatoes in a microwave. Oh, wow. Check that out. 
Wait, let me look at this. This is the right potato for yeah. too. Oh my god, thank what you. A tricky tray. Did you just fuck? You going to Jersey? You going home? I'm going home. All right. I'm There's gonna, potatoes I'm all over the fucking sidewalk. I'm out of here. I'm going back to Cali. All right, brother. Be good, guys. I love you for real. Carwez, thank you, buddy. Enjoy. Uh, I enjoyed the day. Tomorrow. Even though it was a bad day for you, I really enjoyed it. This is Sparta, motherfucker. All right, buddy. There he goes. There you go. Oh, is this what I get? A bag of red skin potatoes? And he, he handed me that thing. I threw it over my shoulder. Oh, it's a uh, it's as seen on TV. <laughs> oh, as seen on TV. Like Ron Paul Peel and his hairspray that makes you not bald anymore. It's Potato Express. It's a microwave potato cooker. It's easy as one, two, three. Cooks up to four potatoes at a time. And Carl gave us a bag of potatoes. Can you read the first instruction? Insert potatoes. <laughs> microwave and perfect results those are the three directions for this dump thing all right Vic I gotta go home I'm going home too buddy I'll see you I love you buddy for real all right there goes Vic Kenley we're out yeah yeah you can just toss it all right the bag thing was a bust but whatever all right we'll talk soon bye OB radio